Hello, all you lovely souls who revel in embracing life just as I do. This is Nirja Malik and you are welcome into my world of I Embrace. And what do we intend to do here? We delve into the many layers and shades of my life, exploring resilience, positivity, strength, and the inherent fun in laughter that lies deep within each of us. Interludes from my own exciting and adventurous journey, my personal battles and victories that have brought forth innumerable lessons in my life. It is these learnings that I place on a golden platter with utmost humility for your personal consumption. Hello, my darling listeners. Every time I start talking to you, there is such excitement. My heart pounds with joy and the fact that I'm connecting and communicating with all of you. And I always feel that, oh my God, there is so much for me to say to you. I don't think a time will ever come when I won't have something to say to you. That time will never come when I will not send my love to you. It is all embracing and that I will not feel your love for me, which is, I know, all embracing. Maybe that is why I call this podcast, I Embrace, because it is giving me a chance to embrace all my feelings, all my emotions, all my thoughts and share them embracingly with each and every one of you. That's one of me sharing it with each of you. And I send out a whole lot of love to you and the universe, each of you. And imagine each of you sending me love. Oh my God, my heart is expanding and receiving it all and feeling so, so happy. And you know what I say? Dil mange more. <laughs> Talking about more. And before I proceed any further, I am going to tell you a little incident that happened to me in 1986 when I first came to Chennai. I didn't know Tamil and the maid I had, Rukmini, she didn't know either English or Hindi. She was convinced that words like tumbler, bucket, tanks, sorry, galata, they were all Tamil words. And if I said, no, no, that's an English word, she would say, you don't know English. 
<laughs> on that note, the first thing I did was to teach her how to make cold coffee. And I tell you, she made a brilliant, very soul-satisfying cold coffee, if something that you intake in liquid form can be called soul-satisfying. It was. I loved it so much and I was so relaxed, so content, so satisfied. And I looked at her and I gave her a thumbs up sign. I put my finger and thumb together to show her, wow, she done such a great job. My smile said it all and her smile beamed. Her face lit up and she was so happy and I turned to her and I said, Give me more. And then things started going topsy-turvy when I least expected it. She came and handed me charge. And I said, what? And I'm sure the displeasure came out in my voice and my look. I'm very dramatic, by the way, if you could just see me now. And I said, uh, what is this? And she looked at me and she said, more. And I said, yes, I asked for more coffee. And she said, you said more. Now she's talking in furious Tamil and I'm talking in exasperated English. And then finally, when my irritation could not be born anymore, I stomped into the kitchen. And I said, action is greater than words. I pointed at the cold coffee and I said, more. She pointed at the charge and she said, more. And then I figured out. <laughs> I figured out that in Tamil, charge. <laughs> the word for charge is more. So having started our conversation with more of laughter, and Dil Mange more of love. And Dil has more of everything to give everyone. Let's get down to more business. Or more podcasting. Or more sharing, which is what I love to do. So the last time we spoke about surgery and chemo, and radiation as a gift. And I am so happy because the feedback I've got is that no one has explained it in such a simple and beautiful manner. And then that bit about my having done an hour and 45 minutes of Reiki every day on myself during my first onslaught of the Big Sea in 1998 was something that touches people. There is beyond the physical. There is the mind. There are the emotions and the thoughts and how you perceive things and how you face things and what your attitude is, positive which brings about resilience and courage, I realize it all. And I know that it just worked for me, but without thinking, 
without reflecting on it, without making assumptions or forget assumptions, without coming to a conclusion that this is what made me heal. Yes, my attitude, the support I got from everyone, the prayers that were sent out to me, because the power of prayer is phenomenal. My belief in God, Guru, my parents, my family, my friends, and the fact that I had made that determined decision to live for my twins and everyone else. That kept me going. But do you know something? I had mentioned that my Reiki master said that doesn't matter. In between your tests, come to us and we will start you off in group healing. They were good to their words. They started me off for not only group healing, but they were doing distant healing to me all the time, continuously. Now I want to share something with you. Somewhere along the way, they got very worried and they asked my friends. They said, you know, is she all right? My friend got worried and called me up. Are you all right? And I said, you're sure? What's up? And she told me that while they were sending me healing till this point, about maybe four, five, six days back, I was receiving the healing between the distance of Chennai and Bombay. But now while they were healing me, they were coming across a cold wall. The healing was not getting through to me. And I thought the matter over. And you will not believe what had happened. I had been constipated. And that constipation lasted for nine days. And during those six or seven earlier days, the healing was not getting through to me because there was stuff in my body that was actually acting like a dark, huge rock, not letting this through. And that is when I felt that there is so much beyond our world of the physical, the mental, the emotional, and the spiritual. Yes, there is a healing world. And if we believe in self-healing, and if we believe that, yes, if you are open and receptive to healing, to love, to energy, to strength, all these things can come to you because the universe is there to provide it as long as you are aware of it and as long as you are open to it. So these are things that happen and you move on. But comes a time like this when the realization slowly dawns that yes, this is possible, this can happen, this is very much a part of our life and this, if we know it, 
we can use it to our utmost benefit because aren't these things made for us didn't god create all these things till we reach the awareness that they exist and we can benefit thank you god thank you thank you thank you because that's what happened now in retrospect i can think and say yes that is what happened the healing stopped because i was not physically open or receptive that means that for something to work which i already knew but it didn't hit me for something to work you have to be open in all aspects physical mental emotional spiritual and a world that exists beyond all this the healing world the world of masters and saints and god and helpers and entities and souls that are there to help you along your way angels who if you look around are not only there in human form as friends and family but are in this room with me as i talk with you do you know sometimes when i'm in the tv room and a little doggy cuddles is there she's peaceful she's at my feet she's licking my toes she jumps onto my lap i cuddle her that's her name by the way cuddles but sometimes she suddenly gets up and she looks up as if she's having a conversation and she does and then i realize that yes she has more power than me to be aware of these helpful entities these souls these masters that are there for our protection someone told me that they see shiva standing behind my right shoulder Now you can look at it in two ways she nuts she got to be crazy shiva behind her right shoulder but you know something from the time that healer has mentioned it to me i feel terribly protected and safe and uh, secure and all those things so if a thought or a feeling makes you feel love safe protected secure on top of the world happy joyous strengthened resilient courageous brave what more do we need what more do we need to move on in our world yes these are the feelings that we have as children i still have it for my mother who's 93 and don't they say that when we talk to god we say tumeva mata acha pita tumeva tumeva bandhu dravanam tumeva you are everything you are my mother my father my brother my relative my all in all 
And if we believe that and we know that to be true, which I do, then just open up your hearts, your souls, your minds, your emotions and thoughts and receive, receive that is so openly and blatantly coming your way. Receive and graciously accept what the Lord Almighty has made for you, the elements, the kingdoms, and all these beautiful thoughts of gratitude for having given us all this and more. Ha! Ah, I need to breathe. I need to take deep breaths because this that has been brewing inside me without knowing, I am aware of these thoughts. But for them to be coming out like a torrential river is something that I am so happy. Yes, the knowledge is there. The unknowing feeling is there. But the expression, there is always the right time and the right moment that opens up the locks of your heart, your soul, your voice chakra, your throat chakra, and you can express yourself so simply and you can feel the communication between yourself and everyone. So that was a mouthful, but I'm glad that it unfurled itself. These are my feelings but not expressed so surely, so blatantly, and so beautifully. So it brings us back to a thought. And the thought is that there is something beyond us, there are healing methods, and how exactly did I know all this? I didn't. So long time back, before I got affected, so to speak, with all these things. My father, my sister and I, we have a lovely home. My parents have a lovely home in Kunur. And sometimes you get exposed to something at the right time, right moment. My sister and brother-in-law had bought a property 11 kilometers away from our home towards Kotagiri. And strangely enough, just opposite the road, there was a lovely little ashram of Ramna Maharishi. And there was a Swamiji there. And somehow we heard that he was going to teach Reiki and the three of us went there, my sister, my father and I. And one of the things that they taught us was that each of us has an aura and it is a palpable aura. It can be felt. And one of the simplest ways of doing it is to press your hand 
with the pointer finger and the thumb of the other hand. You press your palm hard and you repeat it on the other hand. This sensitizes your feelings. And if you go to a plant or a person and get to feel them going closer and closer with great attention and sensitivity, your hand kind of comes to a stop as if between the body or the plant and your hand there is a tire that you cannot see but there is air between and you cannot push your hand through. That is where the aura is. The aura of every living being, a dog, a cat, an animal, a human, a plant. So one of the activities that Swamiji taught us was that we were to take turns. One of us was to sit down in the Padmasana with the Dhyan Mudra, your thumb and your pointer finger touching and with your tongue rolled up, you were to say or concentrate on anything. Your inward eye could be slightly raised to see the third eye in the center of your forehead. And why a mantra or why the meditative mood? Because at that point of time, you go into another space, your heart rate falls, you are open to revelations, you are open to communication with the Almighty God. So, one of us was to sit there with our tongue rolled up and in this condition and the after a couple of minutes when that person had settled down and you could see that the person has gone into a deep state, we were to go around and locate the aura. It was a beautiful experience. So we did it one by one. And then it was my turn. My most favorite mantra is the Gayatri Mantra. And it's very beautiful because this is what it means. I need to share it. I am going to say it in Sanskrit. And then I will give you my very simple explanation. In English, Om Bhur Bhava Swaha Tat Savitur Varenyam Bhargo Devasya Dhimahi Dio Yonam Prachodayat. Let us meditate on the glory of that Supreme Being who has created this universe. He who is to be worshipped and is the remover of all sins and ignorance. May he enlighten my intellect.
So before I go in to sing it 108 times, I like to start by saying it in English and then say it in Sanskrit. However many times I am guided to do so. So I did that. And I was, of course, deep in myself, within my inner feelings. Or should I say there were no feelings? I was magna. <laughs> I was in a space of no space. And suddenly there was a furrow. And uh, these voices were telling the Guruji that we can't find her or her. She, she, she doesn't have one or we can't locate it. My ears opened up because of the noise. And I heard him say, go outside. Have you tried outside the building? Now this ashram, this particular hall that we were in, it was made on stilts and wood and hay on the roof and there were wooden steps leading to this space. It was quite huge. You could literally feel that you were within a living entity. They went outside and they found it there. It never, I mean, I don't think I paid attention to it. Now that I'm talking about it, uh, this has popped up in my mind. And so there are things beyond our comprehension, beyond our so-called intellectual or intellectualizing. Because if that is possible, if vibrations of my love and affection can reach you through the air, through the space, and you might be anywhere in the world. I'm talking to people from all over the world. You can feel it in my voice. You can feel it in my thoughts, in my feelings, in my emotions. And you can feel it reverberating. Well, if a human being's vibrations can reach you, Imagine those of a higher, greater healing power. And all we have to do is graciously realize and accept that it is all for us, for our benefit. So I never realized that uh, my podcast would... <laughs> take me down this lane. But then do we ever know what we're going to say and how we're going to say it? There has to be a right time and a right space. And this was the right time to convey to you that I love you so, each of you, and to convey to you that there is something greater and beyond this love. Thank you. And looking forward to the next time. And I wonder what will crop up next. 
perhaps an extension of these very thoughts. God bless. And my favorite God is great. I embrace isn't just about my journey of conquering cancer. It's about embracing life in all its entanglement and beauty. Remember, in this journey of life, you are never alone. And I need to thank you for becoming a part of this inspiring journey. Thank you for joining me today on I Embrace and my heartfelt wishes. Stay resilient, stay positive, and most importantly, keep embracing life in all its glory. <laughs>